Hey y'all, hey. Welcome back to Thugging It Out. Thugging It Out is a platform where we create a safe space to acknowledge, experience, and overcome real life issues in a positive and healthy way. So yeah, let's hop right in. For the past couple of episodes, I have been going in and stressing the importance of prioritizing yourself and maintaining healthy relationships. It's very important that we rethink toxic connections and let go of things, people, and situations that no longer serves us. In this part, the actual process of letting go and overcoming that pain is one of the worst parts. So to really unpack and truly give this process justice, I had to bring a special guest. No other than my husband, my newly acclaimed best friend, my host's support system, really, Ramil. Go ahead and say what's up to the people. What up, people? What up? First things first, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me on, honey. Oh, my God. But Okay, so let's hop right in. Would you say that most of your relationships are healthy? Uh, No, I would not say that they are healthy. I have learned over the years that, yeah, I have little to almost none healthy relationships. Uh, like what type of relationships would you say are unhealthy? Um, as far as like just your relationships in general. Yeah, friends, family. Uh, at one point, parents. You know, mom. Well, not parents, but mom. Yeah, I've had plenty of unhealthy relationships. I used to think it was me, but then as you get older, you start analyzing and breaking down. You kind of understand that it's not you because when you really break things down, you you see yourself maturing, uh, growing. So then you start just placing boundaries and stuff within your within your area, within your space, and so then you start looking at it. It ain't you. It's more so the people. Okay, and when we talk about unhealthy relationships, the I think, in my opinion, the first part of it is being, you know, vocal and about your boundaries and your expectations. Do you think that, you know, your family, friends, or whoever you might say, do you think that you always been clear and vocal about your boundaries, or what do you expect from them, or just how you would expect your relationship to be? I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say vocally. I would say more action, right? Well, because when you think about it, you're not. Most people are not vocal with 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 their friends or family about uh, their boundaries. It's more so the way you start moving. You hope that the people will then look and see, and possibly catch on or understand the way you're moving. But a lot of times, it's they don't, and then the vocal part comes, right? Because then. While you're moving and you're grooving and growing, they're looking at you and they don't know what the fuck going on, right? But you're hoping that they do. So then you have to eventually speak vocally and say, hey, man, you are, these are my boundaries and you're crossing them or you have been crossing them. And I just, I never spoke on it. I thought you might have got it the way I was moving, but you clearly weren't paying attention. So now let me vocally express it to you. I mean, yeah, but you can't really. That's kind of making an assumption that you would, that you think that other people have like the same type of mental capacity to move and think and live the same way you would. So it's not necessarily, I guess, fair to the person if you say, "Well, I always acted this way," 
And I just expected you to be that way without necessarily telling him. I mean, that's true, but that'd be most of the most of, and I could say that was my mistake. That'd be most people's mistakes is assuming, right? You start growing, you start moving, and you're just hoping people close enough to you can see it. But you're again, you're doing all this assuming. I think we need to start vocalizing out the door that hey, I'm changing, I'm going this direction, this is how I'm moving, and so either you you cool with the way I'm moving or we just need to go our separate ways and go and let bygones be bygones or whatever the case may be. So vocal vocalizing is more important than just not. Like you can't just be moving. Those are the mistakes that we make. Yeah, that, that and make. I could say for one thing, as far as like we bring in like our kind of relationship, I feel like being more vocal about what we expect from each other and what we willing to do and what we not willing to do, I feel like that's kind of really what forced our relationship to really improve and go to the next level. I agree. It did. Uh, it took a while for us to get to that point, you know, because at one point we were moving silently with each other. We were moving, but not expressing how we were moving with each other. And it was like, you were going one direction. I'm looking like, well, why are you going that direction? That ain't the direction I'm going. I'm going over here, and I'm not expressing to you why. We're not just vocally expressing to each other, but over time, we got to the point where we able to express that um, where we're going and how we're going. But a lot, a lot of times, even when you express outside of me and you, because it worked for me and you, but a lot of times with family, friends, it doesn't matter who, sometimes you can vocally express yourself, and they still don't move in that way, right? Because there are times where... I have sat with people and say, hey, man, please don't do this again, right? That's me vocally expressing to you boundaries, how I'm moving, and yet people have still done what I asked of not asked them of, asked them to not do. So even at times vocalizing what you feel and how you're moving, that don't work. So sometimes that's why they say certain people are for seasons. Of course, but I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it's very important that we start vocalizing what we feel, what we expect, and what we're not going to tolerate. But also, vocalizing is really just the the surface. I feel like the real action is the act of kind of seeing that people are not respecting your boundaries. They're not respecting you. They're not listening to you. They're not trying to change. And they're not willingly to put in the work or the effort that you require of them. And the most important part is when you see it, believe it, and moving around, like like removing yourself from the situation. And I feel like that's the most hardest part. It is, because I mean, I can use me and one of my friends I was cool, been cool with for 10 years, right? I never vocally express how I'm moving, but action-wise, I'm, I'm engaged. I got a child now, I've left the city, right? And so I'm moving a different way, but He's moving a whole opposite way. He's moving single. He's moving careless. You know what I'm saying? And it just goes to show, even without me, whether I vocaled it or showed it with action, we were moving different directions regardless. So I get what you're saying. I agree with you. And it's like it's, you have to cut those people, even if they're 10 years, 20 years, you have to cut them off. And it is hard because, I mean, I still love my bro. But at the same time, I know that we're not in the same direction. We're not going the same direction. We're not heading it. We're not even seeing the same thing. So I accept it for what it is. And it's not really the, it's not one of these things that's just applies to friends. I feel like it applies to family and 
just even really work relationships too. I feel like at some point when you vocalize your demands and you show in your actions, like, yeah, I'm not budging. This is what it is. And you either going to accept it or you going to move around. I feel like a lot of people don't be prepared for the consequences of the actual act of moving around. Cause I feel like a lot of people get so comfortable with, yeah, you could say that, but I'm still going to do me. And they expect you to just be like, well, I'm just going to accept you for doing you, even though it's hurting me, even if, you know, I'm not agreeing with it. Or even if you just are flat out disrespecting me, it's one of these unspoken things that you just got to tolerate it. Yeah. And that's the problem people. But I say that because why I say that's the problem is because people are so immune and so used to or thinking and they know you, right? I've heard so many people say they know you, they know me, they know you, but they don't. You know what I'm saying? They don't know the transitions that you're making. They don't know the growth that you're that you're that you're that you're coming upon. Like they don't know the new you, so they still operating off of. Oh well, I know her. I know her. I know how she's going to operate. You know what I'm saying? Give her time. Do this. Do that. When the reality is, it's none of that. You like. You really need to, people need to really start listening to you in general. If you go in a certain direction and you're expressing that vocally or even uh, action-wise, if a person loves you, they need to pay attention, right? If I love someone, I'm paying attention to them, whether they friends or family members or even my wife. Like, I'm going to pay attention to you, see how you operate, have questions, and get to know you consistently. You're never going to be the same every day, and that's the problem. People assume that you're not going to cut them off. They assume you're going to constantly tolerate the BS, constantly deal with that, and that's not the truth. It's definitely it's not the truth, but, I mean, I feel like you got to give a little grace to certain people who are consistently the same. And I feel like when people are consistently the same, where if you just look at their lives or who just who they is and they ain't changed and they've been the same person, like, consistently – I feel like they just automatically assume that you supposed to be exactly the same. Like just because you've been in the same spot, you've been doing the same things, you've been in the same on the same step for years that I think people unknowingly and selfishly cuz I feel like it's a mixture of both. They just assume that okay, I've been here and this person is going to stay here with me. And when that person is not when that other person is elevating, it's kind of hard for them to accept it. It's hard for them to be like, well, maybe I should, you know, relearn who this my friend is, relearn who my daughter is, relearn who, you know, my cousin or whoever my wife is or husband is. People don't want to relearn them because they get so stuck with where they at. So they just automatically kind of treat you the same way. Well, it's what we talk about comfortability, right? People are comfortable in life or where they are. And when you're growing, you be, tend to become a reflection a lot of times of what people are not. And so when you become a reflection, in, in, in my own instance, with people I'm a, I, I've known for years, when I'm a reflection of what they're not, it tends to keep them where they say to themselves, well, I, ain't, I ain't changing. He different, right? He the one that needs to get on my level. When it's like, nah, bro, that ain't how it go, right? We, we supposed to be changing not together, but we're supposed to be growing in general, right? But again, a lot of times people get stuck because, and they start crossing boundaries and they start doing a lot of just crazy stuff because you remind them of what they're not. 
Yeah, and it's like almost everyone is just stellar and like they A1 when it comes to, you know, being petty patty or being messy or just being all around just, I'm just glad I say it, like terrible individuals. But when it comes to really just being, you know, just a good person and really loving and supporting you like wholeheartedly, it's something that they just incapable of doing. And I just really trying to figure out even for myself, why do you feel like that some people are terrible at reciprocating positive or good energy? Like, why do you think it's so hard for people to just accept people's growth or even try to grow, you know, within themselves, themselves? You know what? I ask myself that question all the time. I mean, when we have conversations, when I have conversations with other people, I always ask them questions like, I just don't understand why people are so stuck and no one wants to grow. And I use always use that reference I give you. Uh, seem like, you know, if I was people, I'm on a boat with people for for 40 years, right? We're, we're on a boat, we're in the middle of the water, and literally I get off the boat to go find land and different foods, and I come back to the boat, but everybody's so stuck in their ways and so used to being on this boat for 40 years that they don't even want to accept the new way. Not understanding that the new way is healthier, is better, it's gonna it's gonna push us farther than where we are and get us off this damn boat we've been on for forty years, right? But people just used to what they used to, and nobody wants to change it. And I don't understand that at all. I to this day I don't get why folks don't want change and to better themselves and be better, not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I, I don't get it. I don't even have an answer to that one. I mean, of course, my first thought is that people don't like to go through, you know, beneficial pain. Because if we really be 100% honest, growth hurts. Like, growth is not something where, you know, it feels good. It's a such thing as called, you know, growing pains. When you go into new levels or you becoming, you know, a bigger or better person and you elevating yourself, it hurts like hell. Like it's hard work, but people don't want to accept that. People just like going the easy route and the easy route never leads to nowhere. It don't, it don't. It, it, you don't get nowhere far about finding the easy way out. You have to go through whatever this journey you need to go through and no self-medication, no, no running, no, no matter what you do, you're never going to move forward until you face what you need to face and deal with what you need to deal with and accept that growing pain. But unfortunately, we're living in a society today where family, friends, cousins, shit, relationships, people are no willing to grow no more. They just want to stay stagnant and stuck every day doing the same thing every day, producing the same energy. Don't get me wrong. If that's the space that you in... I will 100%, you know, agree with it. I have no problems with the whole aspect of you being in the same spot for the rest of your life or you being the same person for the rest of your life. My only issue is with people is when it comes to certain things, like when it comes to me in general, like if you're going to be my friend and you're going to be in my circle, I expect you to act a certain way. I expect you to come through a certain way how I would come through. 
And if you're not willingly enabled to do that, then clearly you out the circle. Would you say that you kind of live by that same standard or is that not the same for you? No, it's the same. Uh, I've always been preaching or talking to people in general, saying just in general, reciprocate, right? The word reciprocate. Give me what I give you, right? If I give you a certain amount of energy, I need, if in order for a relationship or something to function, you have to give me back what I gave you. That way I can reciprocate right back again to you. But if, if in these times we're living in, people just take, right? They constantly take and take, and nobody's willing to give you back what you already gave them. So now you're just being more drained and drained and drained. And then people act surprised when you're at your ends and you blow up. Like, hold on. They don't, they don't, it'd be like, but they don't even want to accept that. They don't want to understand that. So my thing is reciprocate. Yes. Give me what I give you. If I give you 100% of my energy, love, dedication, loyalty, all that, give it back. I want it back. Yeah, we already discussed last week that people don't like the smoke. People will really, they will really cause a whole fire. They will cause the riffraff. They will even, you know, just do the bare minimum with you or just just don't be willingly to really treat you how you expect to be treated. They don't want to respect your boundaries. They don't want to do what you ask of them, but then they will cause all type of problems. And then once they blow up in their face, they sit around and look crazy. And that's the stuff I don't understand that for me is like, don't, don't throw the, don't throw your rock and then hide your hand. Be, be woman or man enough to stand on what you, what you've done. Cause that's how I am. I can sit with anybody and, and have that conversation, any conversation about what I've done. And I guarantee I'm not ducking. I ain't running. I ain't had. I'm going to stand my ground. So do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Be be woman or man enough. If you can put that certain energy out there, speak on that energy. Stand on that energy. You know what I'm saying? Don't sit here and throw your rock and hide your hand. And stop, again, stop thinking that it's okay to take people energy or take people kindness for a weakness or um, treat people a certain way that you know you wouldn't want to be treated or thinking that you know somebody just because y'all are family members, friends, siblings, cuz no matter who you is, you don't, just cause we are whatever we are, don't mean you know me. I grow every day. You grow every day. So have an open mind and understand that I'm not the same as I was yesterday. So, you know, and that all comes with conversation. Be willing to have a conversation. Be willing to take 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 what's the accountability for your actions, for what you've done. You know, we can go on and on and on, but again, it go back to that reciprocate. Give me what I give you. Yeah, and just piggybacking off that, I feel like a lot of people don't recognize that forgiveness don't necessarily means re-entry and i feel like that's just kind of the principle that i'm living by nowadays i feel like when it comes to being you know just really look like doing uh inventory on on your relationships and you just really looking at each relationship that you got in your life with, with when i say like with you or like with family or with friends i just feel as if now i'm more conscious on what I'm giving and what I'm getting back. And on and with that being said, I feel like just moving forward, I'm more so with 
you know, you're not giving me what I'm supposed to get. So you kind of out. And with that, it comes with a lot of pain. And that's just some pain that I'm willing to take. And I feel like that's something that people don't necessarily really want to accept or go through. I agree. Because it, 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 it go back to that, uh, I, me saying normalizing, right? We normalize bad behavior, right? Piggybacking on what you just said, that all goes down to normalizing bad behavior. Folks want you to normalize their bad behavior. They want you to okay it. It's, it's no different. I always use the example of Uncle Uncle Ray is the rapist in the house. But Uncle Ray still get to come around, still get to play cards, and everybody look and say, well, that's just Uncle Ray. No, Uncle Ray is the rapist. Uncle Ray is the one that's around here touching on people. Why are we normalizing his behavior and making it seem like it's okay for him to come, still come back around? So it's this, it's equivalent to family, friends. If if you doing things to your family in a, in a bad way, it's not okay. It's not okay. We can't excuse it because you might have been drunk or you might have been high or you you just was angry. It doesn't matter. You cannot continue to normalize bad behavior. And that's what folks want you to do. They want you to normalize that stuff. So I I I I commend you having the strength in general with 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 anything in your life. Being and you teaching me when the time is time, when it's time to walk away. Walk away, and that don't mean that you hate hate somebody or hate the thing that you went through. It just means that you set boundaries, and you're willing to walk away for things that you need to walk away from, even if it hurts, even if it's in, even if it causes you pain. And so I respect that, and I'm learning. Or even if it's not ideal, I feel like a lot of times too, we as people, we kind of get used to our dynamic and we get used to the toxicity and we get used to how things normally are. And a lot of times, if we be 100% honest, a lot of us come from unhealthy families. We come from unhealthy backgrounds. And a lot of things that we feel is normal are not. Like this whole overbearing, you know, family into your relationships and people opinion and people not respecting just our own life choices that's a problem but in a lot of our houses and a lot of our families and a lot of our just dynamic you know family or relationship dynamic that's something that's okay people feel so comfortable with vocalizing how they feel about your partner like say for instance if you got a friend or a cousin or a sister or whoever that's in a bad relationship and we all know she in a bad relationship People don't know how to just mind their business and respect somebody's choices. Like, it's a way that you could support somebody without voicing your opinion, unless somebody asks. Like, it's just a lack of respect, though. And with that being said, I feel like that's when the burden becomes our own burden. Because if somebody's not going to respect all our choices, a person is not going to just be behind the boundary that we set, then... Of course, they're not allowed in our space. They're not allowed in our world. And they're not allowed to be in a relationship with us no more. But a lot of people are not willingly or even have the I, what, what the, capacity. Right, the capacity or just the, strength. the level to really withstand it. Yeah. Because we can't necessarily say like, okay, these are my boundaries. These are my expectations. And somebody is constantly stepping on them. Like you could say like, hey, 
yeah, this is my boundary. Don't do that no more. And people will really like look at it, pick it up, step on it, and just say, fuck you and your boundary. Sorry for cursing. But you know, it's just like, they look at you like, girl, like you give them a piece of paper and they rip it up in your face. Yeah. And then it's like, it's up to you then to really decide like, okay, well, I'm not dealing with you no more. But a lot of us are not willingly to be on some, I'm not dealing with you no more. Do you think, are you one of these people that can see the disrespect, can see the lack of respect, the lack of support from people, and then decide to not mess with them no more? Or are you one of the people that you just, I'm just going, you know, it is what it is? No, I'm like that. I, I'm, I'm, you know, look, me personally, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm going to back away. Right, because I see it all the time, the lack of support. I see the lack of understanding people. I see the lack of, you know, uh, the lack of respect that people have for my boundaries. Um, I just see a lot. I don't know. I just see a lot of things that I'm not willing to tolerate or deal with. And the way, and for me, you know I've been dealing with issues with, with my personal life, personal family for years, right, where there's no respect there as much as I would like it to be. And I learned to back away and love them from a distance. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay to live with that. I'm okay with, with that type of thing because at the end of the day, I got to I gotta protect my peace. I got to protect my energy and protect my boundaries. And so if you're not willing to respect and, and understand where I'm coming from and stay out of my business and mind your business and don't be over here doing all this extra stuff, then, yeah, I'm, I have no problem with walking away. I have no problem with loving you from a distance. Don't mean I, I don't got to hate you. I don't got to despise you. I can still love you, cherish you, care for you, but from a distance. And I think people don't understand that either. People think just because you love someone from a distance that you just, you hate them. You don't want, you don't like them. No, I, I think I, I love you from a distance. We don't got to, I don't want to talk to you every day. I don't got to see you. I don't got to kick it with you. I don't got to, none of that. And still love you from a distance, care from you from a pray for you, pray for you from a distance. That's just the way it go. And we we I love the fact you just I love the fact that we're growing and individually and we're we're setting boundaries and we're not tolerating no more. And that's just what it is. And so who whoever riding with us, riding with us. Whoever ain't, cool. You know, it is what it is, but that's all I got to say about it. Even with loving people from a distance, I feel like we just got to really touch on the aspect of the hurt, the pain, and the grief. It really comes with kind of ending relationships and kind of cutting ties and creating distance. I feel like a lot of times people feel that just because we separate ourselves or we decide no longer to do the tango with them, that they feel like they're the only one being hurt. But the pain that we necessarily experience runs deep. And I know personally, most recently, I mean, let's just go ahead and um let's just go ahead and hop right in. As far as like with our wedding situation, like if we really be honest and honest, I never really ex you know expected our wedding to be how it went. Like we, I'd be a really a hundred percent honest. I always was one of those type of girls that was like, I'm gonna do a big wedding. I want all the bells and the whistles. I'm Holly's bridesmaids. But 
it comes to a point where it's it really just hurts and it's unfortunate that the people that you expect to be there, the people that you expect to really have your back and really go 100% for you based off of you going 100% for them, that is not necessarily reciprocated. And I'm not going to lie, as far as with me and your dynamic, I felt like my relationship, my family dynamic was way more stronger and consistent than yours. But when it came to the wedding situation, it was 100% flip-flop. Yeah. When you... Time time will show, from what I've learned with my own family and my own relationships, time shows you where you are in someone's life. Time shows you how important you are in someone's life due to certain situations. And so it was just when you were, when we would have these conversations, we cracked jokes about it, like, no, nah, my family is not like your family. I would agree. Like, yeah, you're right. My family really like the dynamic family like I thought we could be. But then you get to see God opens your eyes to see, well, hold on, wait a minute. I ain't got it all like that, like I thought I did too. And then I get this now I get to also see the importance of where I stand in people's lives. And you see it ain't you ain't that important in folks' lives. Of course not. But before we get into like the pain of it, how do you feel that your family really showed up and kind of showed out for you? Was, were you surprised? Or? I was shocked. I'm not going to lie to you. I was shocked because my family outside of a house get gathering, we have never known to do anything as far as outside of Chicago as a whole. That's just not something that happens. That Everybody all over the place. So to see, right, it reversed. And I'm seeing my peoples come out to Vegas and I'm looking at my soon-to-be wife like, damn, what, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, that's crazy, right? It hurt me, too, because I had been experienced the pain with my family from when I went to college and nobody was there. Or, you know, things, certain trials and places I have done in my life, I didn't have nobody really there. So I got to understand this early in age that I'm on my own and it is what it is. So to see you go through it and that it's, that it's flipped and that my family show up, and yours really don't, it messed me up. And it was almost like I wanted to take the pain from you because I was so used to my people's not showing up. So when they did, I didn't even know how to react to it. It was just still shocking and stunned. Like, damn, they here. I was more so, and I couldn't really grasp them being here because I was more focused on yours not being there that I couldn't even enjoy really mind being there because I wanted to take the pain from you because I'm so used to it. And you never experienced that. I mean, I could say, I'm not going to say I never experienced that because I feel like when I had Riley and we first moved down to, when we first moved to Memphis and you were on the road and I went through postpartum and all that, I feel like that really prepared me for the entire wedding situation. Did I know it was preparing me? No. And I feel like that's one thing that we just got to acknowledge right out the gate is that sometimes... God kind of puts you in the gym right before it's time for you to really get into the fight. Like, I really feel like me having to put my big girl panties on in so many words and fight through, you know, postpartum and really deal with just being alone and doing a lot of stuff by myself and really just leveling up really by myself and changing certain aspects and 
being more in tune in my self-care, you know, reading the Bible or just me reading more books and me getting into therapy. I feel like a lot of personal growth came already when I was dealing with the postpartum and all that with Riley, that when it came to the wedding, even though it hurt, it wasn't like a, a life threatening type of blow. It was like, I could take it to the chin versus it really knocking me out. Yeah, you did. You did. I can sit here and say, which was shocking to me, right? You you took it way better than I took it when all when all when I went through it with my family. You took it way better, but it's you still human too. So it's still even though you're taking it on the chin, you're taking those punches. Those punches still hurt. Of course, like we I'm not going straight away. It do hurts to know that you not that the the weight that you held in somebody's life is not necessarily weight that you hold, or you thinking that a person is in your top five, but you're not even in a top 10. Yeah. It hurts to know that some people just won't go that extra mile when you have proven time after time that you going full throttle for that person. Yeah. And with that comes a lot of pain and it comes in so many words, like a grief. It's like almost a part of you die, even though the person is not dead. Yeah. And it's grief because it's like you missed you know, having that person to talk to a past town with or making plans or just kicking or just having that person around. But also you have to really remember that you worth more than that. I worth more than just to be a listening ear to you. I worth more than us just kicking it when it's beneficial to you. I worth more than just you putting in the bare minimum and you get maximum benefits. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people are not willing to go through. And I feel like it's only divine situations that actually put you in that space to really experience it, to really be able to come out on the other side. Yeah, yeah. And and the fact that you did come out on the other side and you were stronger than you you that I've ever seen you be, that you take the fact that you was able to take those hits. And it's amazing because it brought us together even closer. It made us more best friends than we ever were. It made us just really understand that we got each other and we're going to rock with each other and we're going to get through the situ any situation together alone, of course, with God being the leading of us. And so I, I, I admire you because you kind of do it a lot better than I thought you could because I, when I went through it, it was hard. I remember times I broke down, family wasn't there, and moments I needed them to be there. I didn't. I didn't take it well, so you did took it a lot better than I did when I went through it. I mean, I really ain't had no choice though, because at the same time, I was pregnant. Yeah. And with my experience with Riley, I told myself from from the jump that I was gonna have a good pregnancy. I was gonna continue to stay in a positive mind frame, based on the fact that I didn't want to deal with the, you know, the possibility of potentially going through postpartum again. I told myself from the jump, like, I'm not, this is not going to get the best of me. It is what it is. We're going to roll with the punches. And if this the way it's supposed to be, then it's the way it's supposed to be. And with that, not saying that, you know, I'm just 100% okay with, you know, the way it played out. No, it's really messed up how things played out. It's unfair to me that, you know, the most important day of my life was really a, the day that was like judgment day. 
for a lot of people in a lot of relationships. That's very unfair, but at the same time, it's better now than never. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because it, it makes you, it helps you understand your strength, and then it also helps you understand what you can do without these people that you, uh, you, what's the word I'm looking for? You, you depended on or hope was there. And, and again, it just makes you recognize you can go even further. So I think that's pretty dope that you could do that. And again, I got your back. I mean, always, but also just side note for people that it's the most important thing you could do is protect the family you create. Like nothing comes before the family that you create. I know a lot of times we kind of get used to the family that we come from and we think that, you know, this is my family. They come first, but that's not necessarily how it's supposed to go. You always supposed to protect the family that you create and by protecting it, whoever don't like it, don't like it. And that's just something that's not on you when you protect the family that you create. Nope. I agree. In the Bible, it is God. It is man, woman, and their children. And as a, as, as a man, I'm here to protect y'all. You are here to protect the kids. We protect each other and we building a family. I mean, we building a hard unit and, I agree. If even with my people or anybody that disagree with our relationship on my side, or what we got going on, it is what it is, right? We're not gonna stop moving. We're not gonna stop doing what we need to do. We're gonna continue to grow, continue to flourish, continue to grow, get closer to God. And who ain't on our train with us? Oh well, we've been managing all this long. When folks ain't on our train, we gonna continue. We gonna get through it. And that's uh, another thing I want to touch on is that the pain don't last forever. Like, yes, it hurts. Yes, it's unfortunate. Yes, whatever. But you do get over it. Like, even to this day, I'm not upset. I'm not holding any grudges. I have no bad blood for nobody. When I say nobody, it ain't nobody on this earth that I can say I hate, that I don't, uh, that I just wish bad on. I don't got no hate or no type of riffraff for nobody. However, I'm making people stand on what they stood on. And one thing when I, in the beginning, I said, make sure you vocalize your boundaries, vocalize your expectations. Everybody that I have decided to not no longer keep a relationship with, I was very vocal when it came to my expectations and the consequences of you not meeting my expectations. I've been very vocal and I I feel like at some point you got to stop beating a dead horse. You got to say what you got to say. And once you say it, stand on it. And once you stand on it, yeah, it, it's hard. It's painful at first, but at some point it becomes the new normal. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And so... With that being said, man, listen, we love everybody. <laughs> we rock with everybody, but we on a mission. Um, and who just ain't on that mission with us, wish them nothing but the best. Um, I, I feel like at this point, we got to be like that because nobody's willing to take accountability. 
Nobody's willing to have a conversation about what has happened and what has transpired and really own up. So, oh, but that's the thing for me personally. I'm not doing no more conversations. Oh, like, yeah. I, yeah. what we at a point where we had a dead end. So it's like you have no longer assets for me. And that's just how I operate. And, you know, that might not work for everybody. Everybody might be willing to make amends and move forward with where you're at, but I'm not that type of person. I feel like once you show me who you are, then I'm going to believe you because right. there's no coming back from it. You're right. You're right. And that's part of growth. That's why I say, going back to what I said earlier, I'm proud of you because of the growth you've 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 done. And folks don't understand that growth. They didn't understand it. I had front row seats to seeing it. And you're doing your thing, man. And I encourage anybody else to who's listening, get on the train of growth. You'll start seeing a lot change in your life. You'll start seeing you blossom more. You'll start seeing you mentally become stable more. You'll start seeing more peace when you get on that train of growth. And my wife has done it. She has been in therapy. She has gotten health books. She got a journal. She has got into church more. God, she is on the road. And I'm right there behind her, on the side of her. Well, I appreciate, you know, the little kudos. And the, but like everybody, you just got to continue to thug it out. In so many words, like thug it out. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Remember to be grateful, be blessed, be thankful. But most importantly, keep thugging it out. Peace. Peace, y'all.